Welcome to Hot Topic, where we're honest, open, and transparent. We have a new topic today that is called the persecution of women. Mm -hmm. Um, Before we start, I want you to like, share, comment on our podcast, share it with people so we can spread the word. Amen. Um, So this topic we decided to do because I feel like um, a lot of women are persecuted in ministry Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to when they're trying to do the work of God and men try to make it seem as if women are not called Mm. as well as men. So um, we're going to be talking about certain people in the Bible. We're also going to be talking about certain experiences we've had and certain certain experiences that we've seen yes. as an outlooker mm-hmm. um in this category so um the first question i have tonight is what would you say to a woman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to a woman who has been let down by a man in ministry mm. Like so I'm like talking pastor or yeah, I'm talking about like a higher up, like leader wise, because you know oh a lot of times we get persecuted by people by men who are already in position who already have. That. So when you say let down, you mean like she got her feelings hurt? No, the per the pastor literally told this person like, "You're a woman, you can't do it." Basically, basically like deminimized her, diminished her, yeah. Because of, because of her gender. Mm. Well, I would um, I would really encourage this woman to seek the Bible, seek the Word, because there's so many women that we're going to be talking about tonight that were called by God, yeah. that actually <laughs> accomplished the work that men didn't, couldn't, and wouldn't do. Right. Um. I would encourage this woman to um, obviously forgive, <laughs> forgive this man for the lack of knowledge, the lack of wisdom, the lack of anointing and discernment over his life because God empowers women to minister. Right. He anoints and equips those women that are willing and we are two prime examples of what it is to be called by God. As long as you say yes to God, he's going to equip you. He's going to, you know, give you the resources that you need. Um, And I think we can go a little bit more into detail later about it. But uh, I'm sure you've experienced or have seen, you know, when men are uncomfortable because you're a woman and you're ministering. Um, I don't know if I actually have experienced. I know, like, I've had experienced, like, men intimidated by me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would consider it the same thing. <laughs> but not necessarily, like, a man saying, um, you can't do this because you're a woman. Right. Right? I never experienced that. Um, now, I've heard of experiences due to the fact that, uh, for example... Um, there was this um video I was watching on Facebook that this man was saying how he invited a guest preacher, mm-hmm. and she was a woman, 
to preach at his church. This was the the head of the house, the preacher yeah. of the house, the pastor of the house. And there was a man that was there who had a title who mm-hmm. also and he walked out. Oh. And he said, There is nothing that a woman can say. Oh no. That can basically encourage me or um what? persuade me in God or basically a woman doesn't have the mouth of God. Oh no. And for me, I would be like, hold on, dude. You didn't just disrespect her. But you disrespected me as a pastor of this house because I brought her here. Yeah. I brought her to believe that she had a seasoned message for the people of God. It's very disrespectful. Right. I Listen, I don't... There is, you know, churches who believe that... Women are not supposed to be on the altar. Exactly. Because of one specific scripture in the yeah. Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? I was doing some research on that scripture. Wait, before you go into that, what? let me finish my answer. Oh, I thought we you were, were done. No, we're about to go a little deeper into what you're saying. Okay, go ahead. So go hold, ahead. hold on. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, done. I would encourage um, this woman to, um, like I said, seek the word. Read of the woman in the Bible who, you know, pursued um, God's call. But also, I would myself empower... I would empower this woman. Um, I would empower her to be whatever she wants to be in God. I would take it upon myself to encourage her to help her get there. Um, if no one else is going to believe in her, I'm going to believe in her. I would, I would be that for her. If she couldn't get that where she is at, I would encourage her to seek somewhere where she can fulfill the call of god that god put over her you know right um so that scripture i was talking about is found in first corinthians chapter 14 and i'm going to start in verse 34 and it says women should remain silent in the churches Mm. they are not allowed to speak but must be in submission as the law says if they want to inquire about any about something they should ask their own husbands at home, for it is disgraceful for a woman to speak in the church. Or did the word of God originate with you? Or are you the only people it has reached? If anyone thinks they are a prophet or otherwise gifted by the spirit, let them acknowledge that what I am writing to you is the Lord's command. But if anyone ignores this, they will themselves be ignored. Therefore, wow. my brothers and sisters, mm. be eager to prophesy mm-hmm. and not forbid the speaking in tongues. But everything should be done in fitting and orderly way. Now, mm-hmm. why would Paul say that the women should be silent in the churches, but then end with my brothers and sisters be eager to prophesy? It's like he's contradicting himself, right? It's not necessarily that, but he's basically in that time frame. Women were uneducated. Mm-hmm. They did not like in today's world. Like 
there are more smarter women than there are men. We're just going to be honest. And I'm not being biased. Like, this just is the reality of things. Um, so they would be out of order. Yeah. Trying to speak when they didn't, don't even have no revelation from God. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just no education in the spirit. There was no nothing. Like, so Paul was basically saying, if you do not have, you have no right to speak mm. if God did not call you to speak, mm. you know? And I was talking to this person one time at Chick-fil-A about this scripture because he was saying how um, there was this guy that believed that this scripture was talking about even in today's world. Oh, boy. And he the guy told um the friend told the guy that i was talking to no but if you read it it says um now women or something like that that it made it seem as if it was like god talking about it like in today's world and i told him i said if that was the case why would god call women to be pastors why would God elevate women to prophesy? Why would God elevate women to minister? And what was the answer? He's like, well, I'm still trying to do my research or whatever. Because he was so, he believed that this man was speaking the truth. I said, did you even read the scripture? <laughs> because it doesn't necessarily say, now in today's world. Yeah. We, no, it just says women. Mm-hmm. You shall not, you shall be silent in the churches. It doesn't say it and the aspect, and this is why people take this concept and just like in the script where it says women should cover their heads. Yeah. You know, it was in that time frame people did certain things. And I'm not saying that listen, if you're a woman and you have no revelation of God, you don't have the spirit of God, God doesn't speak to you. You should be silent in the church. You should not be going up to the pulpit trying to... Speaking some nonsense. Yes. Like, it's mm. true. Um, But, yeah, I just feel like when a man tries to tell you, no, that God can't call you or... Or God can't use you. I'll be like, dude, first of all, like, who are you? To tell me to say that God can't call me when I've had many, let's say I had many people confirm that God has called me. Yeah. I had many men tell me, many mm-hmm. pastors that are meant to tell me that I have a calling upon my life to be a pastor. I have a calling on my life to be an evangelist. I have so a, now God is a liar? What kind of God are you speaking to? Hmm? See, I've had instances where. I've gone somewhere to preach and I make men so uncomfortable uh-huh. and you can feel it in the atmosphere. You can feel it and see it on their faces that they are uncomfortable that I'm up there. It makes sense. And it's just crazy to think that, um, that, uh, men still think that way. Oh, it is, it's wild to think that, this is still an ongoing issue in today's world. Like this is 2024. Like what, what is going on? Why are we still in the same mindset? 
because people it, it's like when people say you can't teach an old dog new tricks i mean yeah that's true if that's how they were raised that's how they're gonna say mm-hmm. you know unless god literally like transformed their mindset right and it's sad to think that you're so in tune with culture of mm-hmm. what you believe tradition of what you believe that you can't break that for god yeah um like i'm going to read a scripture here it's galatians chapter 3 verses 28 there is no longer jews or gentiles slaves or fr- slave or free male and female for you are all one in christ jesus and now that you belong to christ you are the true children of abraham and you are his heirs and god's promise to abraham belongs to you Hmm. so this scripture tells us that god doesn't see gender so why is man looking at gender man-made laws true preferences yeah it says, for we are all one in Christ Jesus. So he sees us through Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see, this is a woman, so I can't call her to be a, a preacher. <laughs> if you're able and capable mm-hmm. and willing, God will use you. God will use you. He will use you. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Growing up, I was taught in that very same way what that women are only allowed to have certain titles they can only be teachers yeah yeah that's that's an old custom but growing up as i got older i saw more women on the pulpit i saw my mom on the pulpit right so i was like okay so it is allowed right i mean let's talk about it let's talk about how is it when you are called as a woman to be a pastor of a church right Mm. (laughs) a lot of people take that ego and find it hard to submit to their husband oh my goodness yes but at the end of the day at home you still submit underneath the roles reverse you still got to submit underneath him like he is the head of the house Mm -hmm. you know and even like in church you can't minimize him because of the calling you have on your life yeah so we have like as women we do have to be careful absolutely because we can't be big-headed and think well i'm the pastor and no having the authority and the control exactly you still have to listen and even consult sometimes with your husband like you know what do you think about this Mm -hmm. you know like you can't just make all the decisions like you guys are one in Christ, yeah. you know, and I guarantee you, like, men consult their wives when it comes to decisions in ministry, mm-hmm. like, because you guys are working together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're the one bringing the word. Yeah, you're the pastor. But you can't just be taking all this shine and leaving your husband on the X line thinking that it's OK. You're not glorifying God that way. No. The perfect example um, that I think of when I think of like persecution for women, specifically in the Bible, um, I was telling you Esther. Esther was so determined to save the Jews, to save her people. 
as she went into the castle. Mm -hmm. And even though they were trying to kill her and persecute her, she some way, somehow God intervened and she found favor with the king and he fell in love with her. Yeah. And God made a way for her to persuade her way in and save her people. You can't tell me that God will not anoint you and choose you for a time where he's going to get the glory. Of course. I mean, for example, uh, Deborah in the Bible, she was a prophetess, mm -hmm. but she was also a judge. People will come to her about their problems. Yeah. Men and women, you know, and she would lead people into what the what what the spirit of God was telling her. Mm. So you can't tell me that God can't make. She was a prophet. What's a prophet? The mouth of God, which means God has to speak to her for her to speak to someone's life. Yeah. So why do we seem as if mm, God only speaks to men? That don't make any sense to me. Why men believe that? Why men believe that women are not capable? I believe sometimes God had to start using women. Mm. I don't think that was probably, it probably wasn't his original plan, but he had to start using women because women were more sensible to God. Yeah, that's it right there. And men were so arrogant. And, and cold-hearted. Yeah, and stubborn. Yeah. See, us women, and I was sharing this with the the girls that I went to go um, minister to a couple weeks ago. I was sharing with them how women are more in tune with, I believe women are more in tune with God because we're more emotional. And we're more sensible. And we receive faster than a man can because our hearts are so tender to God. Because it's vulnerable. Because we're vulnerable. And it's hard for a man to be vulnerable. And it's our relationship with God, a relationship with a woman with God compared to a relationship with man and God, It is for me, it's very different. Yeah. It's very unique. I feel like it's so much for, okay, I'm going to put it like this. <laughs> a man and a woman. A man is so, it's easy for a man to praise God. Mm -hmm. But a woman seeks God in worship. Mm. because it's the level of intimacy it's the intimacy it's because that's where women yeah. navigate you yeah. know that's where they're drawn they're drawn to intimacy they're drawn to you love. know love affirmation you know affection and that's what drives them to god that's yeah. what drives them to worship mm -hmm. but for men to come to that place where I'm vulnerable mm. I'm pray I'm worshiping god and I'm crying I'm crying like yes. a lot of men can't get there. No. And you know what? I give it to men. I know we talk about women, but I give <laughs> it to men who can actually get tap into that. Mm-hmm. And full blown, full blown bawling your eyes out in the presence of God. Exactly. Who literally like that? It's just dumb in God. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Her thing. And um, I feel like honestly, God had to start using women yeah because he can't he couldn't get through men he uses a woman vessel exactly and who had to step up to the plate women exactly because we're more prone to say yes yes to the call yeah and you see it's for example why do you see like more women in the church versus men women dominate 
<laughs> churches. Literally. Well, yeah. Listen, I've gone to multiple churches and I barely be seeing men in there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard to know that women are being persecuted because of their gender. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Yeah, it's like that. It shouldn't be. Like, first of all, you you shouldn't even be doing that as a Christian. If you call yourself a Christian, mm-hmm. you should not be putting a woman down like that. Because you're married to one. But it's the whole uh, misconception. People misunderstand the word of God. They yeah. twist it to their own convenience. They do. And they choose to not believe that God can use anyone. God, the Lord said he can use a rock. A donkey. Like, why can't he use a woman? A woman who is willing. A woman who's willing. So, um, do you have anything else? Um, I mean, we have, I mean, we spoke about when we got, or before we got ordained, uh-huh. um, during our testing, we spoke about, um, Mary, she was basically the first woman evangelist in the new Testament. Well, through the, through Mary, the mom, the mother of Jesus. Yeah. Um, Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Who was the other one? It was just the two Marys at the beginning. There was three women that went to the tomb. There's only two? Okay. Are you sure? I'm sure. You're about to Google it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just two women. It was Mary and Mary. Mary and Mary. Mary and Mary. Sorry, y'all. She's doing her research. I have to. No, there were three women. Who was the other one? Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salmon? 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 Who is that? I have never heard of that person in my life. Yeah. They went. They'll never talk about this one. Girl, I knew it. I knew it. Are you sure it's not a guy? (laughs) No. Um. Yeah, but they were the ones that spread the good news. Mm-hmm. About they were the you. first ones to see Jesus, and they spread the gospel. And they didn't. And who didn't believe them? The men. The men. <laughs> Y'all lying. But um, yeah, I. It's hard to be a woman in Nowadays? ministry. Oh my goodness, yes, it is. But I encourage every woman who may be struggling in any aspect of rejection, mm-hmm. of not being put to the plate because of your gender, who say that you're not amount to do the same things that mm-hmm. I can do, allow God to use you. Yes. Don't diminish yourself because of a man. I don't even care if he's your pastor. Allow God to direct you in the direction that he's calling you. Yes. If you know God called you, Place yourself under someone else. Mm-hmm. Ask God to direct your path because clearly that person is not willing to increase in you, willing to see you grow. Because listen, there are pastors who will only let you grow to a certain amount. If you're growing to a point where you're surpassing them, they'll try to stop you. Not, they don't want you to be great. They don't want you to surpass. They don't want you to leave their church. Mm-mm. And um, so I do encourage every woman who may be struggling to believe don't doubt because what men say don't stop 
the calling on your life because of rejection, because mm-hmm. of neglect, because because it can also be women telling women, no, we can't do that. Yeah, it can. We're be, not allowed to. Yeah, it can be women discouraging women mm-hmm. as well. So I just encourage you to be able to uplift yourself in the presence of God. Allow God to speak into your life. Still say yes. Yes. Still say yes, even because Jesus was persecuted. Yes. And he was the son of G- and he was the son of God. Even when man says no, you say yes. You say yes. Mm-hmm. I mean this this topic. I mean we can go a little bit more in depth, a little bit more um, detail oriented in so many directions. But I think we covered the basis of it on tonight, where you just have to remain true and faithful to God. Like if He called you, He's gonna equip you and He's gonna place you where you need to be. To fulfill that calling right like don't allow men to uh, to detour make, you and, and take you to a different direction where you never reach what god has called you yeah and make you doubt or limit yourself yeah because god can call you as high as a man because mm-hmm. he considers us equal yeah you know um and if you're more willing than the, man, the man yeah he's gonna use you he's gonna use you and yeah sometimes god speaks to women to help men because we're naturally created to be helpmates to nurture to be there and and to uplift Mm -hmm. and they don't want to hear it from us no it's hard for a man to receive correction from a woman yeah it's hard but if god called you if god told you to speak do it don't be afraid don't allow the enemy to detain you because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we're not fighting Flesh and blood. Flesh and blood, yeah. So just know, don't take it personal. Honestly, do not take it personal. Don't, yeah, don't. Because you're destroying your life, not their life, Mm -hmm. if you do that. Um, Just allow God to heal any wounded parts of your heart that the enemy has been messing with you in the Mm -hmm. aspect of not fulfilling your calling as a woman. Yeah. Anything else? No, I think that's it. All right, guys, that wraps it up. Thank you for hearing us on tonight on Persecution of Women. Remember, like, share, and comment. Yes. And we pray that you have a continuous blessing week. We pray that God continues to uplift you. God transforms Mm -hmm. you. God restores you. and And God gives you desires of your heart. And I pray that if anyone is not saved, Mm. that you can receive the salvation of Jesus Christ um, through this podcast Mm -hmm. or any other podcast that you listen to um, through us. Well, thank you for watching hot. Well, thank you for listening listening to hot (laughs) topics. See you next time. Bye y'all.